In the beginning, there was nothing. Then there were comic books. Once you enter our world, there is no escape. Comic exposure begins in 3, 2, 1. Welcome to the Comic Exposure Podcast. My name is Joshua Buckley, and with me as always is my podcast. I lost it. I had it and I lost it. My podcast pal. I'm just going to go. I'm going to go the, the classic podcast pal. Who's my, 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 my podcast pal today? My name is Travis Ratch. Travis Ratch. I was we're, we're gonna we're, we've got pitch club today we were gonna like I was trying to think of a way to tie in our pitch club thing and you did a good job I shouldn't want to say my my older more decrepit podcast pal is the one the only Travis Ratz. I, I am that certainly be. feeling that way uh these days here as I'm dressing like a 12 year old from 1986 um uh, you do look like you just like you're like where's Wolfman at Travis? yeah 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 I do have a monster squad uh uh pin whoa there we go <laughs> and there an I heart Stephen King uh uh badge <laughs> that is very that's double that's double the uh the here's monster here's what I think you screwed up Josh oh there we go that's it because I was looking at you, I'm like, Josh neither has a cup of coffee or a beer. Oh, there's I a beer. Feel... Okay, good. Okay, take a good sip. Take a good sip of that. We're in for a ride today, baby. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. as you said, we're going to be talking, you know, one of our, our, our newest bits on this podcast is do a pitch club. Where we take yeah. an idea, something that, that happens a lot in the comic book geek world, and we riff on it. We, we come up with ideas, some story ideas, and in the past we've come up with some good shit pretty so, good this time though we want to combine our brain power travis we want to we want to tag team these yeah. these pitches and this is in no way related to oh let's say us just being lazy and not coming up with our own pitches before the show no, no. we're trying something new we want to give you guys variety we're evolving yeah i mean what's better than one nerd two nerds that's right you're thinking you're thinking you're tuning in for some gremlins one but we're giving you some gremlins two, the new batch baby that's right and uh we're all in the movie theater throwing popcorn and i have a striped mohawk oh remember the movie theater where we could throw popcorn i do what's a those movie were the theater, days <laughs> uh i do look i will i don't care what the world looks like when dune comes out in theaters i will wear a hazmat suit if i have to so I can go there, baby. I'm I ha- there. I have not read or seen the movie Dune. I have no clue of Dune. I'm did you a- see the trailer? I did see the trailer. What did you think of the trailer? It looks great. But you All know right. what? All so right. does the original Dune trailer. I still haven't seen that movie yet. And then I've, I've, after knowing you for so many years, there's been so many times where it's at the beginning of summer. I have the whole summer looking. I'm looking down the barrel of, of uh, a carefree of a, of summer. A, yeah. And I yeah. go in the bookstore, I'm looking at what I want to read, and I want something kind of poppy and just fun, but oh, like a little Dune, more baby. epic. And then Dune I always get that Dune, and I look at it, and I feel the weight of the tome that this is. And I hear you, like, like I'm like, I should read this. This is my good buddy's, like, favorite book, and I should, or one of his favorite books, I should read this. But then I pick it up, and then I hear you in the back of my head being like, listen, I want you to read Dune because I want to talk to you about Dune. However, like, be prepared that it's, it's not. It's not Lord of the Rings. It's not going oh, no. to have that. It's that a sense weighty. To it. It's politics, religion, and like, I. It, it's a heavy book and philosophy, all with sci with heavy sci fi. Well, this is what I wanted to talk to you about as well, because you all the things you just said describe this new thing that I've been watching. I've been last watching the weeks. wolves yep, raised by that's wolves. That's what I want to talk to you about. I haven't watched it yet. Oh, okay. I haven't watched it yet. It's on my list. Um, I haven't convinced Gabby to turn it on because we've been like dedicating our one evening of hour long television to love Lovecraft. Country. Oh, I thought you were saying lovemaking. <laughs> uh, now we're beyond that. <laughs> we've been dedicating our one hour of television to uh, lovemaking per week. To lovemaking, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah so I, I I watched this movie. This shit series is, is made for you and Gabby. I heard it's heavy. It's right? made for you especially, but it's also something that is. Right up your poop shoot that Gabby is also gonna love. It's heavy. It's heavy. Good. I love a. I love a, it's, a heavy. It is sci-fi. so sci-fi. It is hard sci-fi. 
it's religion it's everything you described it's yeah. space yeah. it's religion it's politics it's uh, i almost turned on blade runner today i was like oh i'm in the, i'm in the mood for like i'm in the mood for slow boil ha- like hard like just give me the aesthetic and a little bit of sci-fi. I almost turned it on today, but I didn't. Have you, you, I haven't watched it since it came out. I watched it in theaters, the new Blade Runner. And that's something I, I kind of want to rewatch as well because I, I only it saw it once. Okay. I watched it again and it's been a while. Like, so I took my dad to go see it for his birthday because it is like, it was Blade Runner. My dad was never really a sci-fi guy. I wouldn't pin him as that, but he really loved Blade Runner. And I don't understand it. Like, it's so not my dad. Yeah. Right. Um, not a, not a big reader. Is he a Harrison a big, Ford guy though? I don't think like my dad isn't he? like, he wasn't really a movie guy. Like my yeah. mom was always like the movie person. Uh, my dad liked a good raunchy comedy that he could laugh at. So it was very strange like, uh, to me. Like the used cars. Yeah. Or like, <laughs> uh, what's the, what's like, remember, um, Porky's like, like, well, like what was the one where Jim, Jim Carrey has multiple personalities uh oh a cable guy that one or like you me and whatever oh, I, whatever uh, no oh, I can't you, remember um called. irene uh something yeah irene yeah 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 he thought that was the funniest like that's he wants like a like a dirty goofy comedy okay so it was so weird to me that my dad really wanted like really loved blade runner so when the new one came out i took him as for took him for his birthday and i never really like you know my, my dad passed away a couple years ago like literally we went and saw the movie and that's, I think it was the year that he died, right? So like he died that sounds about right, a, yeah. a couple a couple months after that. And it was like, it was one of the few, like my dad and I haven't been to the movies in forever, right? You know, cause he's my dad and like we're adults, you know? So we don't really go to the movies together, but I took him for his birthday and I never really watched it again, right? It was like one of those things where like, yep, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, that's, um, also, that's also hard to go back to that too. If it's like the last right. movie you watched with your dad, right? Jesus. So I, I watched. Like, at it, least I watched it wasn't it something that you really love, like Thor, right. Ragnarok. You're like, I can't uh, watch this movie again. Yeah. So, so I, I can't. You know what? I can't watch. After he died, we saw um, what's the what's the movie with the um, the Dia de los Muertos, the um, the Disney one. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Um, oh shit! I haven't seen Oof. it. I haven't. It's it's about it, dads though, right? Like, it, in, like it's about family, like yeah. family dying, and so like we went to go see it, and I lost my shit in that movie, so I can't watch that one again. But um, so I watched it again. It is beautiful. It is so slow. It's so sci-fi. Yeah. It really looks good. I don't know how good it is, but it looks really good. Yeah, so. it's very it's very like dark Pinocchio esque. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sci-fi yeah, Pinocchio. Sci-fi yeah. Pinocchio. Yeah, anyways, Pinocchio. Raised by Wolves. Check it out. It, you're going to love it. I mean, I, I knew you obviously were going to, but I didn't know if you yeah. had gotten around to it yet. Uh, I watched the first three of Lovecraft. Uh, I haven't caught up on it. I don't know. I just, eh, eh. And I, I, like, watch, I like it. Yeah, yeah, it's but good. But it's weird. It's my one thing with it is it feels like it's too... Um, the way the narrative is broken up, every episode is like a different genre of horror or a different, yeah. like a different vein. And I, like I told Gabby, I was like, I want to read the book so I can see how the narrative travels yeah. there. Cause it feels like what they're doing is like a twilight zone. It feels like the twilight zone, but with the same characters over and over again. Right. And my whole thing is like, I don't know where they're going, which isn't a bad thing, which is, it can be a good thing, but you really have to trust that, if you put your time into this, they're okay individual episodes, but they spend so much time as if they're building towards something grander than just the the spook of the week. Uh, but that, yeah, I would tell you, I would, I would tell you, it's a, it's a very sort of like here's the scary thing, like here's the horror genre of the week. Uh, so, did you see the episode that's essentially like uh, Indiana Jones? No, I think I, I think that's the one because I, I saw. I saw the first one, which is the monsters in the cabin. The second yeah. one, which is the cult in the castle. The third one, which is the ghost in the basement. And that's where that's I dropped right. off. The fourth one is less scary. And it is very much, it is an Indiana Jones episode. Is that your favorite and episode so far? It was a, it was a fun episode. Okay. It was less horror. The episode, the newest episode was really good too. I think they're all, I like them. I'm just curious. <laughs> the as acting to where, is amazing like, in it. The, the, yeah. Their choices. Yeah. 
it's a really weird narrative structure though. I think yeah. that's the thing that gets me is it starts and stops a lot. Like I'm like, yeah, but what happened between this episode and that episode? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cuz even the the last one that I watched, it's like, okay, they got a house now. Like where did this come from? How long have they been back since their their gothic right. adventure? Yeah. yeah, that's that's the one thing that's a little weird. But I really like it. Uh, I, I, it's like it's it's so well made, mm-hmm. right? Um, but I, the one guy uh, he got picked up. He's like the rumor is he's going to play Kang. Kang the Conqueror. Ant-Man. Yeah, in Ant Man Three, he's going to be Kang the Conqueror. I could see that. I mean, he's got a good he's got a good face for. I told Kang. I told I told Gabby as soon as I saw him on screen, I'm like, like he took off his shirt. And I'm like, when does this guy get the Marvel movie? Like right, he's right. built. He's built. Yeah, like I a, mean, he, he, that posture alone is amazing. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, he's he's. I'll never have that posture. He's got classic, I'll never look like that. Classic Kang face. He does. He does look a little like he's got that like kind of roundish, but yeah. like still chiseled, and yeah. it would look good in one of those Gambit esque help like wrestling right? foam helmets. <laughs> uh, and then the other thing is, I don't know if you ever watched the first season of it, but Boys season two has been out, and they've been doing like the episode a week. Did you ever watch season one? I watched the first two episodes on a flight. Okay. Which is probably not, like it's the worst way to watch television. Yeah, I right? don't even, they might even censor a lot of the boys on a flight. No, it was like you can go like okay. like you can access it on a flight. Okay. You know okay. what I mean? So it's like you use the airplane's Wi-Fi to get to their app to watch whatever you want to watch. Wow, we live in a crazy um, age, right? Remember the days uh-huh. where they had to pull the old projector down and like you <laughs> you were just hoping that your seat <laughs> no. wasn't in the back of that cabin. No, so no, Travis, were... because I never did flights. When I was <laughs> oh, a kid. I right. My, I didn't have to like internationally travel. With I was like, kids. I was about to. Add, my follow up was: Remember when we could smoke on international flights? I remember as a child just being like, "This doesn't seem healthy." You know, and then how as, was the as a later smoker, I'm like, "This might have had something to do with it." <laughs> I did not take my first flight until after I graduated from college. Yeah, you're a little, you're a little hayseed. Yeah, yeah, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a little, 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 little bumpkin. What is this? That's called What's an airplane. This? Wow. <laughs> this thing goes in the air? Yeah, I, if you, uh, The Boys is, uh, it's again, very well cast. Very well cast. Yeah, I really enjoyed yeah. it. I just was, for me, like. It's got that ultra-violent stuff, like I, dick I, and I, fart stuff that you don't like, but it's not as, as out there as some other stuff. I, th- yeah, I just think, like, I get it. Like, we're, yeah. we're pulling apart the genre. Yeah. And, like. I may have enjoyed it if had I read it as a comic and book. Like when Umbrella that was new. Academy hadn't come out and Doom Patrol and right. all that kind of deconstructing stuff. Yeah. I tr- I watched the first episode of Doom Patrol. I couldn't do it, dude. I haven't seen it. Uh, we're watching Umbrella Academy. It's I'm I don't know where it's going. Yeah. We started the like I think we maybe we finished the first season. I don't remember. Like that's how it's, much I'm it's, like it's okay. It's okay. It's, it's okay. okay. The casting's pretty good, yeah. but but it's not. You know what I, I mean? Like, I, won't, I won't do any more CW superhero shows or super CWS superhero shows. I just I just know the the tone that they give me. I'm like, I get it. I don't need Star Girl or whatever. You know, right. Black Lightning, whatever yeah. you want to come up with. It's it's just the same stuff. It's yeah. I, well, Umbrella Academy was just straight to Netflix. Right? Yeah, that's so, a little bit different. That's a little bit yeah. more of a, a an, there's an auteur kind of take. There's a style choice to it. I just can't stand the let's jam a pop song into a fight scene and like yeah. with no rhyme or reason. It's just like a jaunty pop song and it has nothing to do with the tone of it. And it's just well, it's, like it, blame, a music blame, video. Uh, blame what's his name uh, from uh, you all. Well, you can blame. You Rushmore can, guy. You can blame kick ass guy. Yeah. Uh, Rush, well, oh, who's it? What's a guy who did Rushmore? Wes Anderson. Uh, yeah. Blame Wes Anderson and blame uh, Wes Anderson, though. Like it fits the tone of it. Like it's like when he did when he had like in Life Aquatic, he had the Portuguese versions of David Bowie songs. Yeah. Like that yeah. was dope. So <laughs> that was dope. But but when you go back and you watch Rushmore and you're like, oh, I get it. We're just putting 60s garage rock over everything that's a good point yeah that's a good point um or you know it's that guardians of the galaxy thing right like it works that's that's probably the biggest that's the biggest culprit of it until it works too many times right yeah that was i so i you know i were we're in a little uh chat with uh dr dan and i tried to watch right we're so far like at this point i'll watch anything because nothing new is coming out right so i watched the i started watching harley quinn the birds of prey movie Mm. and I did not. I couldn't I did, finish like, 
I was motionless watching it. I'm like, what is this? I can't. I couldn't there was wrap my no head around narrative what structure it was. in there. What's what's? I'm like, I who who is this? Why do I care about them? What's going on here? Is she- it's like they it's like they made a move. It's like they made a movie and totally remade it again. Yeah. Right. It felt a lot like what happened with Suicide Squad. Like exactly. we filmed a movie and then we decided we didn't like that movie. Yeah. It's so we went. We went back and used all the pieces, but we put voiceover on it. Right. Like they took it to a, uh, what do you call it when you like workshop it with like an audience and you take yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. like a viewing of it. And then they're like, we like this character. Like, all right, let's go put some more of that character in there. Uh, we right. liked the, uh, when this, okay, we'll put more of that in there. Yeah. I just couldn't handle the entire, like, there's too much. I get it that Harley Quinn is that sort of Deadpool wink at the camera character. But I hate that in movies. It like it like Deadpool when you do does it, it good. Deadpool does it good. When you do yeah. it too much, when you do it too much, I'm like, okay, this is the entire movie. We but that but my point is like we Can saw I get that, an right? egg sandwich, please? That's like, <laughs> like her like she's buying an egg sandwich. We're supposed to be like, oh, look at how quirky that is. Hmm. Is it? Like I buy an egg sandwich. Yeah. I like an egg sandwich. Let me look at the camera and tell you how weird I am. That's Mr. my problem. Dr. J. Hey. <laughs> Mr. J. Um, but anyways, Dr. J is the basketball player. Um, <laughs> she's really into like 70s era NBA. <laughs> that would be more uh, interesting than an egg sandwich, honestly. <laughs> she's like hunting for a uh for like a, a Carl a Malone signed <laughs> uh basketball card. Um so all right, so let's let's I think that's sort of the round robin of of what we've got going on. We've been reading stuff for the podcast. I just finished Alias. Yeah. We've got some books coming up. I'm excited yeah. about it. But let's Hey Josh, let's, that was a good catch yeah. up. That was a good catch up. That was good catch up. Classic it, classic you, comic exposure catch up. You might even call it cat's up if cat's you wanted. Up. Yeah, you, you could you could if you wanted to be it could fancy catch up. You're a prick. Really it <laughs> yeah, it's fancy catch up. It's at Heinz. Um so let's 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 get into a pitch club, buddy. But right. we're, we're, we're we've got new rules for pitch club. We're, we're gonna yeah. what we're gonna do is hey, hey you have... know what? Give me a little pause. Let's drop that beat. Gentlemen, welcome to Comic Exposure Pitch Club. The first rule of pitch club is you tell everyone about pitch club. Second rule of Pitch Club is you pick your character or characters, and as the name suggests, you pitch your story idea. The third and final rule is if this is your first pitch, you pitch tonight. All right, so tell us the new rules for Pitch Club, Josh. So here's how we're going to treat Pitch Club today Travis and I both brought an idea a nugget a kernel a seed and what we're going to do together is we're going to dig that hole we're going to plant that idea seed in the ground we're going to cover it back up we're going to shit on it then we're going to we're going to we're miracle grow the hell out of it and it's going to turn into this beautiful lovely fruit bearing wait a minute we're going to shit on it which makes me think we're growing this thing organically but then you're like let's put some miracle grow on it I, I, I'm just, I'm just using <laughs> phrases that have to do with gardening. You know uh, what? Let's keep this organic, baby. Let's keep, let's keep Monsanto, Monsanto out of our, out of our okay. creative process. <laughs> we found, we found these seeds. We are nurturing. We got them from that, uh, the, our brains, yeah. which is, a, yeah. So brain, our brain trees. Our brain trees. And we're, it's going to be a fruit, a fruit bearing plant yep. that so we're going to get like a strawberry bush fruity that, we're, episode. That, we're, that we're growing here. Um, so Travis, let's get into this. I want to know. I want to know. Let's let's have you. Let's get get you. Give us our. Give us your idea, and let's play with. Let's play in this. All world, right. Travis. First of all, I think we need to discuss oh, the genre right. of it, and then we'll and then we'll and if you remember correctly, Josh, then we talk about what goes into that genre, and That's then we right. make our pitches. Hey man, I, you <laughs> see. Here's get... the problem. Here's the problem. You're trying to pick those strawberries when we haven't I, even we haven't even we haven't watered even that yet. patch yet. Yeah. <laughs> You came up with this idea of of the genre. You and I were going back and forth, and I said, "Hey, let's do a pitch club, but let's let's do let's find a genre because you know we've done the we did a Justice League story, a uh, Avengers story, a Marvel two for one story, and so we said let's pick something that happens in comics a lot. We had two ideas that we threw around: the post apocalyptic story or the old man Logan esque story, right? The like old the man old treatment. man treatment right so you see it in the dark knight returns you see it in old man logan you they've done a, a most recently bill and ted 
Yes, right? We're like, this is the thing. You bring your characters back. What's happened to them? Where are they at in their hero's journey? Have they veered off of it? What's let's check in. And then you get to find all of the I'm getting into what it is. I'm mm-hmm. getting into so what makes that good old man story, Travis? What what do you want sprinkled in there? What do you want to like what are you gonna fertilize this nugget with? Well, I think when we old man treatment something, oftentimes we're we're jettisoning ourselves into the future. Um and the character, uh, the world has changed around the character in some way. And oftentimes it is some sort of like post-apocalyptic or there is things in the world around the character are worse off oftentimes than when we left them in the present. A la Dark Knight Returns, a la Old Man Logan, and so so forth. So I think that is one key aspect is that the world around them has almost evolved but de-evolved in its morality or it's it's yeah. it's how it runs right well, something wrong has happened yes right? like, yeah there's something bad happened that we don't know about but we learn about through the story right like there's some event yeah that is that has taken us to this place right and so what would you say what, what would you add think- to the mix I think one of the key things is that you've got to see where other people are at, right? Like what happened? What kind of fun thing do you get to do with their friends and other characters that you know? Are they dead? Is one of them's head floating in a jar? Like what's the what's the spin you can do to like go, hey, remember this character? Here's right. where you, like you that- get to wink at every like you get to Easter egg the hell out of the story. Right. And because, and you can be crazy with those other characters because they exist it in the world. Yeah. Right. I mean, I think that's what old man Logan, the comic did really well. You got to see the red skull. You got to see Hulk and his kids ghosts like savage. You got to see all these, uh, that's where old man Hawkeye first appears. You know, he's in the Spider-Man dune buggy and you're like, Hawkeye is driving around the Spider-Man dune buggy in the middle of a desert and the Red Skull like, owns like, all of New hell? York. Yeah, like, it's awesome. Yeah, it's just really dope and kind of a, a mix. It's kind of like a, a a mashup, a DJ mashup, like a girl talk, if you will. Yeah, you get to do it. Like, I think the other piece of it is, is that continuity be damned, right? Yeah. You get to shake off the shackles of continuity uh, in an interesting way because at any point in the comic book universe, a different decision is made and we don't go down that path. Let me ask you this. Maybe yeah. it often happens. It doesn't have to happen, but I'm going to ask you if yeah. should this happen in our pitches? Oftentimes it is the last time we see that character or it ends in like a death of that character. We see that character go at the end. Um I don't think it has to. Um and it really depends on what the what the arc of your character are. Yeah. Are they being, well, I guess like, is there redemption through self-sacrifice? Right. Is there redemption that they get better? Is there no redemption? Are they still the wandering Ronin? Right. Is that, is that the piece we're seeing them in? Right. Right. Like, how do you, I think the other thing is you get to play genre and we've talked about this before. Like you get to play genre with this, right? This old man story, you could take it, you could take this, in a sci-fi twist because you're going far flung into the future. You could take it that sort of the Logan movie where it's, you know, the, the, the wandering lone wolf and cub sort of story, right? You could, and sort of finding redemption. He wants to redeem himself right. for how shitty he's been. You could take it in the vein of this Bill, is the Bill most and Ted. They redeem themselves in a, a right. You, sense. you can take, you can take the wackiest route you want and just make nothing matter. Right. Right. So you you could do the absurd if you want to. You you can find all these different ways to take it because no, it doesn't matter what the future looks like because anybody can write it whatever the way they want. Right. 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 Yeah. So it really is this vessel for you to play with these characters in a way that you can't within continuity. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think we got. Like, I think we got some good boundaries up. I think we got some. Yeah. Good- yeah. Yeah. Good stencils. We might discover something along the way about what makes a good old man version as we as we go through it. Old man, old woman type thing. Um, All right. So how do you want to do this? So let's give our character first. Okay. Right. And then we'll Well, pick. Is that Legolas on your shirt? Are you wearing a Lord of the Rings T-shirt? Oh, no. It's just my old uh, 
Chewbacca. Oh, it's Chewbacca. Yeah. I just saw like hair and I thought it was like, I was like, it's still nerdy. It's Chewbacca, but I thought it was Legolas from Lord well, of the Rings. You know, it's kind of funny you say this because I'm actually kind of cosplaying as my character today. I know we're doing a podcast and you can't, oh. and you can't see it. So if you had to guess what character I'm, I, I, I am giving the old man treatment to based on my outfit today. Rick Jones? I don't know. I, okay, who, it's not I, bad. It's not a bad guess. I, for audience, uh, I am wearing a uh, a blue denim jacket, a tank top, uh, graphic tee, a hat, and I got some uh, badges uh, on it here. I, I'm. Uh, is it uh, Superboy? Are you old man Superboy? That would be a good one, but I'm not old man Superboy. I uh, my character that I chose to give the old man treatment to has appeared in comics. Boom does a comic book run. Jack oh, Burton, baby. You're, you're taking this in a totally different. <laughs> Jack rap. Burton, baby. I almost, I almost said, "Are you Big Trouble in Little China?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I was like, "No, because that's not really comic books." But all right, all right. They have, like, Boom does a comic series. They do. On it. Yeah, they yeah. Do. Uh, you took me in a weird direction. Yeah, I was yeah. not expecting this. I'm excited okay. to see where this goes. Yeah. All right. So mine, I've got two. I've got two, and I want you to tell me which one you want. To, I, want to, I want you to tell me what world you want to play. Okay. I've got a old woman, Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. where she is living the King Conan okay. world. Oh, Conan or, is another great example of an old man story. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I've got old Wonder Woman where she's like playing the bit of King King Conan, but yeah. it's Wonder Woman. Uh, or grizzled space cop Hal Jordan. Hmm. I like both of those. Let's do we might be have time to do to do both of those, but let's do Wonder Woman first. I'd like okay. to see how we change things up for a uh, old woman story. All right, all right. All right. So give let, let me let me hear your where's Jack Burton at, baby? Okay. So again, we haven't fleshed these out like we normally do, but I did think of a beginning to it. So okay. we start off our story. If you remember the movie Big Trouble in Little China, it starts off with Egg Shen in this office, and he's being interviewed by this cop, and the cop is like, "So have you seen Jack Burton?" He's like, "You leave Jack Burton alone. He is a hero, you know." And so it's the same thing, very similar, except the the cop is. He almost looks like some sort of sci-fi um, general. Like he has like a real sci-fi cop outfit on. And Egg, okay. Egg Shen looks very similar, but he looks almost a little bit robotic. And his voice is a little bit robotic. And we, we start off in this world, and, and it's like the the space admiral, the sci-fi admiral is accusing of uh, Egg Shen of... Uh, associating with Jack Burton and we got to bring Jack Burton in because he he really destroyed some stuff and we need to know where he is. And of course, Egg Shen, in this very robotic-like way, is like, you leave Jack Burton alone. He's a hero. And then we cut to Jack Burton in the Pork Chop Express. And I wrote a little dialogue here. And the, is the Pork Chop Express now? <laughs> hold, hold, in... on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because we're going we're to get the reveal. We're going to get the reveal. Hold on. So here is my opening uh, salvo on this. So we cut to, it's a close-up of of Jack Burton in the old Pork Chop Express, and he says, You just listen to the old Pork Chop Express and take his advice on a red and windy night when some tentacled, snot-drooling, eight-foot-tall Martian grabs your neck and taps you on the back at your favorite outer rim suds joint. And he looks you crooked in the eye and he asks you if you've paid your credits. You look right back at that big-eyed motherfucker, and you remember what old Jack Burton says at a time like this. Have you paid your credits, Jack? No, sir. I've just charged them. Panel pulls out, or camera pulls out, and we realize that Jack is going down this red highway into the Martian sun because Jack Burton is a truck driver on Mars, baby! So it's like Total Recall. With Jack Burton. Exactly. It's like Jack oh. Burton on there. He's got the Pork Chop Express. It's a little bit more sci-fi'd out. In this Carpenter-esque adventure, uh, it is Jack Burton is somehow a Mars trucker. All right. So that's my general premise right. to this, to right. this, this uh, so story. We have to find a way to get there. Right, like what gets us there? Do um, we though? Because it is no. That... I guess we don't have to. Yeah. But I think you go like. Yes, you're right. We don't have to do the what gets you there. 
So I wonder what else do you play with from the world? So right? I was because you've got Robo Egg Shen. So do we have like? Yeah. So it's I. You know, I think the th the thing with Jack Burton, his character is he's an he's an analog guy, even in. Uh, Big Trouble Little China in this, like his whole thing is like, he's the average guy who's just doing a lot of, he's evolved in this world of magic. And it's just like, what the yeah. hell? What, what is that? Man, I'm just a, I'm a regular guy, man. I'm John Wayne here. I, I don't know what all this Kung fu booey is. And yeah. so I thought we could play with that. Like I'm naive to this stuff, but make him kind of like this Luddite in this, you know, sci-fi Mars world, but mm -hmm. then bring in the, like the, the villain in Big Trouble Little China is Lopan. But yeah. so maybe the spirit of Lopan has somehow infested the the sci-fi technology, right? So you don't like it's not Lopan, but it's like Lopan has somehow the energy of Lopan it's, has come back. It's low ram. It's low. Oh, <laughs> I like that. Or I was gonna say, or you could take the same thing, right? Lopan is uh, essentially he's got these sort of you know he's working with the 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 gangs right the yeah. Chinatown gangs maybe you run with it and you say like look both China and the United States have divided have divided Mars right oh now and we're talking you have sectors on both sides you have little you have Chinatown in the US sector you have a US sector in the Chinese sector right of Mars because like they have to like they have to work together right yeah yeah I guess they don't have to, but let's just say like they do, right? They they, they found this this sort of um, uneasy piece yeah, on yeah. Mars, and so you've got Chinatown in the U.S. sector on Mars, and Burton is the guy who goes back and forth, right? right? Yeah, because I, I he's want the, he's I the want, truck driver who goes I, between Chinese territory. And American territory. And you have to have like certain like kind of special visas because you're like, yeah. you know, like working in like patchwork and stuff like that. Because I want one of the things that I think they did not do enough in Big Trouble Little China is I want the Pork Chop Express to be more of a character in this old man version of Burton. And I think it would. I think what he let's say he gets caught he's smuggling, taking stuff. smuggling. So he doesn't know he's doing it. Yeah. Right. And let's say. Uh, so we, we deal with sort of like the green eyed girl in the original one. I don't like human trafficking. Maybe we don't want to dive into human trafficking, <laughs> but, it, but it has to be something where if it's not low pan, it's, it's like, maybe, maybe we don't know about low pan's son or low, like something that connects that mystical. Cause I like this idea of like, it's sci-fi, but there's also this magic because that's that's this the, magic yeah. piece of it right yeah. and so it's less sci-fi than it is you know it's not like star wars sci-fi it's like we've carpenter, just made it it's to, carpenter sci-fi yeah, we just made it to mars sci-fi yeah right? yeah yeah like, like uh, total like no i i, I think escape like escape from no, new york escape right, from la right? yeah yeah right um but i do like that idea of like he's caught smuggling something into the um into the u.s sector from china but he's brought it into chinatown and the shit hits the fan right right and i like, don't know what it is though yeah that's the thing because i mean in the in the first one some of the fun is like you had these raiden type characters and things yeah. like that like the the nine winds or whatever they call them or the four whatever it is um so i love the idea of dividing mars into the Chinese colonies and the American colonies. That's yeah. perfect. And I like Jack Burton's personality. He's able to get along with anyone. Old Jack Burton's able to get along Old with Jack anyone. Burton. So he's good at his job, right? He's able to go in there. He's able to talk with these Chinese guys and he's able to get his stuff and get out of there, right? But he goes in there this time and uh, maybe, yeah, maybe it's not, maybe it's like the Pork Chop Express was like like pork, right? Like he that's what he was, that's what he was doing. He was selling slabs of, of pork to Chinatown. Maybe whatever it is, maybe the the Chinese like like uh food resources are scarce. So they have it's kind of like a soylent green thing. Like they mm. they say it's one thing but Jack finds out that it's actually like human beings or Martians, you know, if you want to bring in an alien uh species to it. So he realizes he's smuggling um these this food processed food that's actually made of of humans or 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 martians yeah, yeah. and uh uh it's all being done through like some magic thing that that can be worked out later but yeah i like that will work uh the problem with jack burton is because there's only one film 
like you said, one of the things that's great about uh, old manning something is you get to see the ancillary characters. Yeah, you get to play with everybody. Ancillary characters. You have the, I forgot what is the actor or the character's name is, but you have his, you his have best some friend, sidekicks. Right? Yeah, yeah. I thought that's who you were going to make Egg Shen, is that that's now like oh him. well i don't want to throw away because we don't have a lot of characters i don't want to throw away right. any of the big ones and i think egg shen well, as an android is kind of cool because cool. he's still old what was oh man maybe his friend is now like a cop perfect because right? he like, had that cop attitude yeah yeah right so he's maybe he's the like that's like he was finding his way out and that's how he found his way out he's, he's a, like the border agent detective guy yeah, yeah and he's yeah. the one who finds out like he's like dude what the fuck like you this is how could this happen and jack burton's like i don't know man i wasn't me i don't like old jack burton doesn't know right yeah. <laughs> do we bring played do we bring back kim cattrall i think uh, you always bring back well, kim yeah cattrall. <laughs> or do we treat like an indiana jones thing where it's like hey just about every movie like jack gets a different girl you could do it that way. You could do it with that. I, th- I think you have to like that plays with his character, right? You need the you need the person that he gets to try to play up as masculinity to, but it doesn't work. Oh, you know what it is? Whatever, like like if they were doing that smuggling thing, is because she's a reporter in in Big Trouble Little yeah. China, and so like they haven't talked since Big Trouble Little China because he blew her off. But oh, like, and he wants to like he wants to give her the story, the scoop, because he needs it to break to in order for his cover, so that way he's yeah. protected. Uh, yeah. And she, so she has to go along with him, and he's like, "Come on, man, they're gonna be after my ass if they don't get this thing out on the TV. They're gonna be come on down on me so hard, man. You know, <laughs> <laughs> they don't even know who. Like, it's there. It's it's gonna be on me, and it's not me. Yeah, you know, we gotta. Yeah, have, we gotta man. put it wide open. I, yeah. And he's cutting yeah. and he's cutting bottles, you know, he's doing the yeah. old <laughs> oh, but this with like a laser knife. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I think you could I think you could play with it. I think you could play with it. That would be good. I like that. I like the I would go no alien. I like the idea that like we're just on Mars. Tech now. tech and magic. It's the and like yeah. he and he it's like he wasn't okay in the magic world, but he got used to it in Big Trouble Little China. We're gonna add that tech layer to it. And he's constantly like the pork chop express, he refuses to like update it, you know, it's cruising yeah. down Mars and stuff like that. And he just can't he's still using C B radio type and he can't he's always fiddling with things like how do I turn the goddamn thing on here, man? Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. That's good. Yeah. And also um jack burton is that he's one of the things you see with like someone like logan or like bruce wayne oftentimes the people who get the old man treatment are already old men when they're young they already have an old man attitude looking at the world so just getting older really just magnifies that they just get more grizzled and so jack is already that grizzled old guy and so i think that works well that's the i like that all right What do we call it? Big Trouble Little Mars? That's two on the nose. Uh, big Trouble Little Planet? Um, big, how about Big Planet Little Trouble? <laughs> I like Big Planet Little Trouble. But how about um, uh, Red Planet uh, something? Red Planet Little Trouble. I don't know. We're working with it. Or how about Jack Burton Mars Trucker? That would work too. Yeah. That would work. That sounds like a video game. Yeah. Jack yeah. Burton, Mars Trucker. I like it. I like it. That's a, it's an interesting. T- I was not expecting to go pitch a pitch like uh, I wasn't expecting Jack Burton. I try to surprise you, Josh. I try to surprise yeah, and, you. And that you do. I was thinking an old man Mario uh, because I went once I got once I opened the floodgates of Jack Burton. I'm like, I was thinking everything but like comic books. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. So here's here's my 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 sort of not completely fleshed out sort of wonder woman take right so at some point the world is under such chaos the world is under chaos so i i think so and maybe it's not the maybe it's not the world maybe something happens and then the only way that wonder woman believes that she can save the people is to become like queen right to be the empress of the world right of earth and so she breaks off the shackles right because that's the thing that dampens her powers right if you go back to like old george perez wonder woman those things like help her manage her power she gets those things off she then becomes ruler 
despot, right? She doesn't want to, but she has to because it's the only way to maintain order on Earth. Things have gotten so bad. Do we know in what ways they've gotten bad? Is it like uh, um, uh, you could last, go last global... night? Is it like last night on Earth, Batman type thing? Like where it's no? I think you could go like uh, you could go essentially um, the global warming, food shortages, people like just war right and or if you really want to play with like a dark side or something like that if you yeah or you could say aries has plunged the world that's good okay now now we're talking the only way that she can stop it is so she defeats aries but the world has gotten so chaotic because of aries aries sowing the seed of like just unending war that she has to become the goddess dictator of the world got it we're in the future and it's gotten so bad. And this is why also Hal Jordan was the other thing in my mind is that the Green Lantern Corps is coming to stop her because. OK, so we can she's, combine she's, them both. We can combine she, the old old man. Uh, I, th- I, th- I think I think I don't think Hal Jordan's alive. Right. I'm going to try to play it like we're so far in the like she, you know, because she is she doesn't die like everybody else. Right. right. She's she's the sort of immortal being. And so. It's far enough in the future where um, the the Green Lantern Corps has been sent to dethrone Old Man Wonder Woman. Yeah, right? I don't want her. To, like, I want her to appear to be the villain. I'm not sure how to pull her out of it, though. Uh, yeah, I mean, if we're doing like a four issue arc, like that would be like the first two issues. It would just be overbearingly evil Wonder Woman. And I don't even know I want her evil. I just want her like um it it's an it's like an ending it's an unending police state under Wonder Woman because well, it's the only way that she can maintain order. I think the trick is there has to be in order for her to make this decision to become this this godhead figure. There has to be something in her personal life that pushes it her o- over the edge. Well, I think you could do like Batman dies or someone kills Superman, right? Like what, what's one her? Of those... th- themiscula? What's, themiscria. what's her? Themiscria. Themiscria. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, so maybe she was ha- hanging out on Themiscria and the rest of the world was kind of plunged into this war thing. But, you know, she is like, you know, that's, I've retired from that human world. They're doing that. But then war comes to Themiscula uh, and that's when, like, uh, her people die. I mean, that's kind of on the nose, but yeah, I thought, I thought about, so that could happen. And I see sort of like wonder woman and her, the order of the Amazons, right? Like that's, I feel that's, like that's it. That's, 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 that's what we her, have to do. That's her police state, right? That's what, that's what it is. Okay. That's the and hook. If, what I want to do is I want to say that she doesn't know how bad it's gotten. Right. I want her to be, I don't know what you do that. She's something happens where some other, uh, another Here, Greek goddess like is in like has messed with her mind, so she doesn't know how bad it's gotten. Right, right. I think <laughs> we have a great opportunity to play with that. I think the Amazonian way is is the way to go. I think you have an opportunity to talk some to like play out some real feminist politics in here where men have destroyed the world. Like like this this well, or, or sense gonna, a sense of mass, destroy it, a sense right? <laughs> a, a, a some sort of sense of masculinity, whether it be areas that got a war, uh, has infected things or whatever it is. Uh but the only way to do it is to go back to your roots. And if you remember about the old Wonder Woman, the way they trained these Amazonian war- warriors was really brutal. Uh, even in the comic book code days, there was a sense of very authoritarian. Even they touched on it in the movie a little bit. Like it's yeah. it's like you got to be tough and you just got to deal with it. And right. so when we see Wonder Woman, she's bringing everything back. She's taking away the technology. She's doing all this stuff. And she goes, we've got to learn how to defend ourselves with ourselves. So there's this kind of global camp of women are being raised as these hardened soldiers, right? And there are all these rules uh, involved with that that seem very oppressive to us, the reader, at first. And we're kind of like, I don't know if I like this Wonder Woman. Like, she's, yeah, it's great that she's empowered these women, but the women don't seem that happy with the way things are, right? Um, Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have a woman, what's another DC character woman that would be the 
a, a woman who is almost like the the opposite end of the argument. Well, I think I think what I I think because I still I want her to end up being I want her to end up being the hero, right? So if you think like if, if you think about it this way, in I'm gonna keep my um my sort of nerdy piece of this, right? And say, so we've got this um something has blinded her. So if you think about Lord of the Rings, you've got the king who like worm tongue whispers yeah. in his ear. And so I, I will totally agree. I think Wonder Woman starts this she sees the issue she becomes like all right i've got to take care of this right but one of the goddesses one of the or one of the greek one of the pantheon right you've got aries starts the problem and she she goes okay i like the only way that i'm gonna i'm gonna end this endless war is to become the the sort of queen of all of this and she and there's something that sort of tricks her into going overboard right and right. so it's her worm tongue that's making her do this and i'm not corrupts sure her, corrupts her yeah, yeah yeah i don't know which which character DC character has or which or would which be alive to to, to, to do that goddess yeah we could bring into it right like which which pantheon character we could we could move into that role who's who's it could subverting. be like it could be like a brainiac type type of deal so here's here's what i'm here's what i'm so that's my sort of here what i want to do is i want the green lantern core and the old, like one of the few surviving members is Martian Manhunter. Okay. And Martian Manhunter has this sort of mind thing, right? And so he can, he finds out that it's not her, that okay. someone is, so he breaks it, right? He's able to kind of break what's going on. And then we get sort of Wonder Woman trying to undo everything that's been done in her name. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Or you could even have some like a shapeshifter like Martian Manhunter, like being Wonder Woman. And then we see like the real and you think it's the Wonder Woman. And, and then you realize that no Wonder Woman has been. Uh, no, I like that's too. That's too. Then it's like giving it that way. Um, yeah, I mean, like I want her to have done the bad thing. OK, right. Okay. I want her. I want her to have started it. She needs something and, to redeem. Yeah. And so like she made this decision to try to fix the world. Right but it ended up going too far. And maybe at one point you do flashbacks where she's trying to pull back, but she's sort of pushed further by whatever trickster is pushing her further. Right. Right. And then when it's finally broken, you see her undo everything that she's done. And maybe what she's done is she's given certain fiefdoms to different characters. Right. Maybe she's allowed um, uh, the gorilla grod to control part of the world. Maybe yeah. she's given part of the, and maybe not, it's not gorilla grad anymore. Cause he wouldn't be, a, but you know what I mean? Like the, the, you know, the apes control the gorillas control part of it. And maybe there's another piece of it where she's given, you know, a fiefdom to the, to dark side or to like to somebody. Right. And so it's the green lantern core is there to try to stop her. But then they find out, and so it's 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 her in the Green Lantern Corps cleaning up shop. Right, right. So she doesn't she doesn't face off against the Green Lantern Corps in this. I think there's probably an I think initial that, that would be a cool battle. I think that's the initial battle, right? And then yeah. that's when Martian Manhunter, who's working with the Green Lantern Corps, or we could say it's like the the future Justice League, right? Whoever it is, um, who comes in and does this, like they end up breaking whatever she like had a hold of her. Right. And then they go like, Oh shit, we can, now we have to work together to defeat the order of the Amazon and to, right, right. you know, give the earth back. Well, I think when you're doing a DC old man version, of anything you have to think about, you have to think about the characters who would survive in the future and you have to right. at least acknowledge your presence. So like Batman, you don't, I mean, we just assume he's human. He, he passed away at some point, right? You can mention it, but what do we do with Superman, the flash? So the flash is an immortal, right? Is he, but no, but he goes back and forth through time all the time. Yeah, right? I, I guess you're right. I almost thought about doing an old man flash story. Um, but, but almost like every flash story is like an old man flash story because right. it's just I mean, that, too too much. So I think with the flash, I maybe maybe that's what maybe like the Justice League dying is what pushes her to go full bore batshit, right? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. And 
And so maybe that's what does it. So that cleans the table of a lot of them. Right. Right. Because you have to have a reason, like what happens to Superman? Maybe you've got to address Superman in, in any, you do. Yeah. yeah, you have to. And so I, I, I'm curious, like, how do you solve that? Maybe Superman dying is the trigger for her to like go to the extreme. Right. 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 Or maybe we don't know about it, but that's maybe that's one of the battles. It's like she goes, maybe we don't see that, but she goes to clean house and take over. And Superman's like, you can't do that. What if, what if our story opens up and we see Superman in this cage, right? And he's grizzled and he's, he's weakened and things like that. And he's barely struggling. And then we see uh, a figure come over and toss like food or whatever it is in there. And it comes out and he's like, oh shit, that's Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman straight up caged up Superman. I like that. In, I in like this that. state. And you're like, holy smokes. And they're both old. And so she's like this, she looks like this old woman and she's somehow put the most powerful being in the universe in this cage and she's kept them there because like you said, whatever has corrupted her is that. And so we start off with the ultimate corruption. We're like, holy smokes, like, like Wonder Woman straight up caged up super super and then and throughout the um story you can have these great conversations where wonder woman goes down into these dungeons and 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 superman is always trying to bring the good out in her um but he's just not able to but you have these really kind of conversations where she can really give her theory on power and how they were using it ineffectively in the justice league days one who could like she's the only one who could stop the violence she was the only one who yeah. could stop the, she was the only one willing to like um to bring the order right, right? and then you yeah. have the, those those it's kind of the two old cowboys right at the end of their yeah. lives and and you know the two opposite ends of the spectrum type thing and uh, yeah. kind, uh, uh all of superman batman and in, in batman returns dark knight returns that kind of that would be a cool interesting dialogue to have throughout the piece i think that would be good i think that would be good and then you've got to find like that's what i think like martian manhunter sticks around and that's who's able to sort of break the mind control that's on her right right um or is it or is able to sort of like help no because yeah because she's the ultimate ultimately for her autonomy she has to be the one to overcome that demon the martian the martian manhunter can can help like do the spark but if she doesn't come to that on her own then we lose a little bit of the agent agency of the character right but i want i want there to be someone who sort of put this in her right so you think about it like what's dark what's the flower that dark side has you know what I'm talking like that, yeah, that thing. I don't, I'd never remember it though. Right. I can't remember what it's called, but I don't know if it's, I don't want it to be that. Um, but I want something has a hold of her or something is sort of is, has clouded her to where she's the harsh sort of dictator. Right. And then we have to break that. So then she goes like, Oh shit, what have I done? And then the second half of the arc is her and the green lantern core cleaning house right right so who's ultimately i mean you have that that thing that's the big bad to her but what what are they still fighting against in the world that the that the whole green lantern corps would have to it would have to be like minions of something right well i think i think that she's gone too far okay right and the green lantern corps is finally stepping in they've they've put it off long enough because they want to honor the memory of hal jordan and his friend and like his friendship with wonder woman and everybody who's worked with they've they've held off long enough but things have gotten too bad on earth and so they're stepping in gotcha 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 yeah that could work i like the idea of wonder woman is great because she is such this maternal figure but she has this kind of steely grit about her there is a there is a feminine grizzled version uh, of her that's always existed in wonder woman uh, she's just kind of like this badass take charge female. Um, yeah. and we don't usually in comics or in movies, we usually don't get to see, well, for just like Hollywood purposes, they're like, you're too old to be on screen this long. Uh, unless it's like Michelle Pfeiffer and we're giving her a little part in something. Uh, yeah, we don't, we don't allow young, we don't allow older women to have 
these key roles as powerful figures in, in media enough. So I like that aspect about this because it's unique in itself that like, oh, we're spending this whole story with this aged woman who's still kick ass. Right, right, right. Yeah. I think like she doesn't look as rough as she did in uh, Batman, right? And Dark Knight Returns. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 right. Yeah, well, she's like a prostitute. Well, she's in like that little get up. Yeah, or no, that's Selena Kyle is dressed up like Wonder Woman in Dark Knight Returns. Oh, that's right, that's right. In the last night on Earth, I, I thought that Wonder Woman looked pretty badass with that kind of yeah. shaved head. Uh, yeah. I like that aspect. And so, like, my other one that I wanted to play with was just, like, the the sort of grizzled detective thing, but just to play the Hal Jordan space detective, right? Like, he did something, and so he can't come back to Earth, right? right. So there's some reason the Green Lantern Corps said you can't like you're too tied there we can't let you go back right so they 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 won't let him come back to the earth sector he's an old grizzled green lantern who's solving space crime but you get all of these and so he's not too old so you can get him bumping into all of these galactic dc characters right like lobo right, right? you get him running into lobo you get him running into like uh you could have him run into um the league of what's the the kids and later on like i mean that's like three thousand whatever but maybe he runs into he gets the flash right he gets all of these what i characters. yeah what i think that would be cool with that kind of scenario is we have an old man hal jordan hal jordan has become disdainful of the universe and in the police department and so he's gone and found his own planet and he's been living there peacefully on there but he is the last person to have that pure green lantern energy and so the universe starts coming to him it's kind of like the 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 resistant mentor you know they start they start showing up like the disciples start showing up on his plan. He's like, get out of here, man. I'm not doing that anymore. And so they just start camping out, like knowing like, if we stay here long enough, he'll eventually come and do it. You know, like the old kind of like Mr. Miyagi type thing was, I don't want to, yeah. I don't want any more students. I don't want to train anyone up. And he's got, like yeah, there's that sense of the old cop having to train up the new, the new breed. That would that might be interesting for because him to like oh and the new breed because it's so far in the futures their problem and why they can't use it is because they've lost the ability to imagine things they like in this new future they they just, oh, creativity oh, oh, like yeah. and so Hal Jordan has kind of lost that too because he's gotten older and disillusioned so he has to go back and make believe and find a way to play pretend again and like and it's a story about the death and rebirth of creativity. Uh, and how when technology comes in or we evolve and we have these devices that create for us and are creative for us, human beings have just lost the ability sure. to imagine and play. And because of that, the Green Lantern core has lost the, the, the heart of their power. I like that. I like that. That's good. That's good. I was trying to think like, I do I want do you want to fling him super far in the future? So you age him through a black hole like everybody ages way way more than he does but he comes out the other side old or do we let him be we let him grow old and then something happens to throw him even farther in the future i don't know or do we just say like i don't like i like the idea of him being disillusioned and like finding his own place. Well, I, well, I tell you what i do like the the general, general old man plot point of how do we age someone up but not kill everyone else around them? And that would right. be like sending any character into a black hole where they age and come back, but no one else has aged. I mean, that could work for any, pretty much any character. Yeah. And I, I love that as an idea of like, all right, well, how do we just make them older but keep everyone else the same? And that's a great way to do that. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I do like the idea of like, there's something wrong with creativity in the world. So maybe... Maybe something happens where he he leaves the Green Lantern Corps, like you said. He goes to go be in whatever, and they send him a recruit that he has to train. Right? I've, I've got the title for it. Ready? It's called okay. Gray Lantern, the Creative Corps. <laughs> I like Gray Lantern. I don't like Creative Corps. Like <laughs> okay. Gray, I like Gray Lantern. That's good. Uh, but I like. I, there's just something about. I, I, I like this idea of like the grizzled vet. Right. Like whether you want to have him play space cop or you want to have him play space soldier. Right. right. 
so he's grizzled and disillusioned and he's farming somewhere and he's not using his lantern power, but he kept his ring, right? It's in a box somewhere. This and, might be the plot for the new Top Gun movie, Josh. <laughs> and they have to pull him back in, right? Like, like, I've been trying to get out, but they're pulling me back yeah, in. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's some big event, and he's the only Green Lantern left who can do it. Right, 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 right. right. Yeah. So, I think that works. I think that works. All right, I think we had some good old man pitches. Old yeah, woman pitches. Yeah. yeah, I'm I and it might it might not help that I just finished that Wonder Woman Dead Earth book. Um which yeah, she's I, not I, I haven't read it, so I don't I don't know like it doesn't sound not, like you stopped you No, know, she's not old. She essentially like it's post apocalyptic, but she, she evil? No, she okay. did some she did something terrible, but then they put her in a cryo chamber and she wakes up however far in the future classic cryo chamber gag cryo chamber uh so the world has moved on but she hasn't yeah there's some good cryo uh, cryo chamber action in uh uh raised by wolves you're gonna really like you i know you love a good cryo chamber dude i do look there's a reason why alien Alien. is such a great the cryo chamber it's the it's the sleep you get to go space sleep how that, is that not that was the what introduced me to a cryo chamber that was that's probably the first time in pop culture where i had been i'm like oh that's oh that makes sense a machine can just kind of shut down your body without aging it for that long and i that was i think that must have been the first one the cryo and they're all always groggy getting up and they're sick yeah. and they have to like get back there classic I, I can't remember what book i, I was reading a book but instead of a cryo chamber essentially you get cloned. They're on this giant mission where they're going through, like going through space and there's a clone of them always growing. So when they die on this long journey, they're reborn as their next clone. Oh, that makes sense. I like that. All of their memories. So instead of like cryo sleep, you have however many, yeah. Grown clones of you somewhere. A la X-Men uh the new x-men series yeah yeah, yeah, and yeah you're yeah. born at your prime prime yeah. age but with all of your memories yeah classic krakoa plot line yeah oh krakoa <laughs> oh krakoa now before before we close up the shop here today is there any other characters without going into how they're old man any other characters you think would make good old man stories daredevil, daredevil. because he starts to lose his other senses right <gasps> Wow, that's genius. You're right. Of course. He starts to lose his hearing. Yes. That's brilliant. Oh, man. I'm surprised you didn't go that route. That's great. I, that one just came. That yeah. one just came. Uh, that but one you just did, came off you, You've pitched some Daredevil stuff before. It, so it's, it's yeah. Daredevil, old man Daredevil would be good. Um, old man Gambit, King of Thieves. Like he's an old kind of Thieves Guild guy. He uh, runs the Thieves Guild. I like yeah. That's good. That's uh, good. Um, I thought... I'd like to s- take Superman far enough into the future where he's old. I don't know how long that takes. Yeah, I mean, it's cl- we haven't really seen a good old man, uh, Clark. You see, you see him get old in, in uh, some some stuff. Yeah. Well, like, when I think about it, the only time you really like, as I'm thinking of Superman stories in my head, Red Sun is when you see him get old. Right. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's not Superman, right? He's like he's communist Superman. What uh, about there's not a lot in image that is these kind of classic run characters. So you could do old man uh well I think he actually does age in real time, isn't um old man spawn? No, the cop, <laughs> uh the um green the dragon. Oh, Savage Dragon. Savage yeah. Dragon, oh right? yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be a good one. Old man Savage Dragon. I don't know enough about that character to even know what no, his con his I, conflicts I, are. I could pitch it to you, but like that might be that i think when i think of like image that'd be one you could pair him up with like a younger like he can make a a lethal weapon type thing yeah (laughs) um i think who i don't want to see i don't want to see spider-man spider-man should never spider-man should never i agree (laughs) he should never be um i think of like what about um johnny storm right what about you know the human torch what about namor name or namor would be good man namor the same Conan story yeah. with him. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aquaman. Aquaman would be a good sort of like uh, he has left the the land and now only lives in the sea. And what pulls? What is bad enough to pull old man 
Aquaman out or old man Namor out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like old man Namor just because he's already prickly. And yeah. uh, and as he gets older, like that would be a dude you're scared of. Yeah, he just gets more prickly. Yeah. Um, it becomes more cactus-like. No, I, th- I think like there are, you, you have to find that character where you could make them, it's, you could make them jaded because it either fits their personality or it's something so opposite. bad happened. Yeah so bad happened that it triggers that so i think you think of like hal jordan right like darkest you know darkest night brightest day and darkest night like he's supposed to be this hopeful you know this it's the love that sort of thing that powers the green lantern yeah that dies in him right so something changes that character. yeah but you're right on the sense that it shouldn't be a comic character like spider-man or deadpool um or you know those type of characters i don't think that plays well older you know, maybe no. the, a, a funny character like that. Uh, but I'm sure you could do you could do Deadpool and it would be terrible. But it'd yeah. be a lot of like diaper jokes, um, yeah. like a lot of adult diaper jokes. Uh, but I, I think like you want to you want to find that character who's either already already Wolverine like and you just amp the attitude or the oldness you've done something to 180 the character right right you have you have a purely good character and something has changed their compass right in, in right. the future well if you guys have uh your if you guys if we missed like an obvious choice for an old manning you can uh uh where what are our uh what are you can our... find us on the twitter at comic exposure and the same on instagram at comic exposure you can find us on both of those or on facebook.com slash comic exposure yeah uh you can also comment on this episode on the website www.comicexposure.com we've got books coming your way we've got episodes coming your way travis and i are uh gonna do a little alias we wanted to plug that alias sized hole in our bodies uh we read alias i wish i would have read more of it i'm just gonna say that right now um i i now i feel like i need to finish it that's that's my conversation that's all i'm pitching that's all i'm saying right now for it um we've got a spooky book coming up for halloween we're doing uh, Basketful of Heads by Joe Hill. That's going to be an interesting one. That's a, I Did you read it yet? Yeah. It's going to be a good conversation. Yeah. It's going to be a good conversation. Uh, then we've got, uh, I think we're going to read Private Eye. We're going to go read some, Bri- it's been a while since we've read some Brian K. Vaughn. Brian K. Vaughn. I got to order that one because that's that's like that's got an interesting layout. We're going to do Pulp. Yeah. I got Pulp. I haven't read yeah. it yet because I'm waiting until we get closer to it because right. it's, it's a short book. Yeah, we're gonna do pulp. I want to make you read Private Eye. We're doing Basketful of Heads and Alias. Those are the books we've got coming at you. So pick one up if you haven't read it that's already. A, that's a good fall lineup. That's a good fall yeah. lineup there. We're gonna be able to. We're gonna be able to roll around in the crunchy leaves and talk about Brian Michael comics. Bendis uh, doing Alias and the F word in Marvel comics. Yeah, that was shocking. Uh, it, damn it! I, I, I gotta stop. I gotta I stop. Know, I yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Damn it. Okay. All right. <laughs> so thank you for tuning in, folks. You can find us on Spotify. You can find us on uh, on iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe, like, smash that bell, whatever it smash is. Smash that um, bell. Smash that bell. Uh, and follow us and uh, give us that cool review. Tell your grandma about us. And Travis and I will see you next train. Next train.